social justice warriors. If you're looking for a safe space where your delicate ears won't be offended, this isn't it. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. And hour number two is underway at eight minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks for joining us on AM 1420. The answer. It's a free for all Friday, the eighth morning of the first month of the year of our Lord 2021. And yes, I'm going to say the same thing in 2021. I said in 2020, it's still the year of our Lord, no matter how bleak things may look. It is up to us to do what is right. And that's where we begin. Now, you just heard um, a little bit in the news, and I want to follow up on this. I want to talk about the, you know, as Mike Gallagher was in that promo talking about the, um, uh, the, you know, the despicable left and the hypocrisy. I, I want to give you a prime example of this. I started the show by playing for you vice, or excuse me, now president elect. We have to acknowledge that since the certification of the election has happened. But president elect Biden and his racial BS about how things would have been different had the Capitol stormed, been stormed by Black Lives Matter. Uh, absolutely garbage, and I just proved it a thousand ways from Sunday. Now I want to go to his number two. Now I want to go to the incoming vice president. The incoming vice president is Kamala Harris. Congressman Renacy kind of tripped over her name a little bit and said, however you pronounce it, I would just remind everybody that. Kamala sounds like communist. Not Kamala, which sounds like capitalist, but Kamala sounds like communist. That's a good way to remember her. I want you to listen to this One America News report, I continue to wean myself off of Fox News as much as possible, with the exception of Tucker and Hannity from time to time. Um, but I continue to watch One America News as much as I can. They're still in their infancy, really, and they're still growing as a true conservative voice. And by conservative voice, we mean a voice of fairness, not a voice of bias, and not a voice of uh, mainstream media censoring conservatism. So One America News ran the report about Kamala Harris as she echoed Joe Biden's claims that the way the Capitol Police handled the riot at the Capitol on Wednesday is different than the way it would have been handled if it was Black Lives Matter. Now, first you're going to hear that hypocrisy and that nonsense because Black Lives Matter was given space to destroy all year long by police who knew that if they dared engage with any of them, if they dared struggle with them, if they dared, God forbid, to shoot any of them, they were the ones who were going to prison. Because it's it's racist to actually stop minorities who are rioting for a righteous cause. All summer long that happened. Then at the Capitol on Wednesday... A white woman was shot, not for pointing a gun at a police officer, not for resisting arrest, but for trying to come through the window that everybody else was coming through. Shot. Unarmed. Have you heard one news story say unarmed white woman shot by Capitol Police? No. What do you think you would have heard had that been an unarmed black woman? You tell me. And then keep that in mind as you listen to Kamala Harris in this report by One America News. Democrat doublespeak is on full display as Senator Kamala Harris attempts to join the group of lawmakers who have condemned the violent acts at the nation's capital. 
Thursday, the California senator kicked off her speech by attacking the violent protesters on Capitol Hill, following the lead of many Republicans, including the president and vice president, who have also condemned the demonstration. The challenge we're facing in our country is about more than the actions of the few we watched yesterday. It's about how to reform, how to transform a justice system that does not work equally for all. But when lawmakers delivered statements from a nonpartisan perspective, Harris made her argument politically charged, claiming if Black Lives Matter protesters had also stormed the Capitol, they would have been treated much worse. We witnessed two systems of justice. When we saw one that let extremists storm the United States Capitol, and another that released tear gas on peaceful protesters last summer. In 2020, these so-called peaceful protesters, which involved Antifa rioters and radical left-wing activists, inflicted over $2 billion in damage. Harris's blame of the justice system, of which she was a part of for years as a prosecutor in San Francisco, continued with a blanketed statement implying so-called racial bias in the nation's institutions. A justice system that is experienced differently depending on whether you're white or black. A justice system that is experienced differently if you're rich or poor. While the senator appeared all too happy to condemn protests that jeopardized her political power, this comes in spite of her track record of egging on the violent mobs who looted and burned businesses down. Specifically, in an interview over the summer, when the protests had reached peak intensity, the senator advocated for citizens to take action, arguing for the power of the protest. The greatest movements that, have, that we have seen in recent history in our country, but probably since the beginning, have been born out of protest have been born out of understanding the power of the people to take to the streets and force their government to to become to, to, to address what is wrong. Despite the damage done in America's cities in the increasing national unrest, she urged the mobs to not let up. But they're not no. gonna stop. They're not gonna stop. And that's they're not this is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not gonna stop. And and everyone beware because they're not gonna stop. It is gonna they're not gonna stop before election day in November and they're not gonna stop after election day. And that should be everyone should take note of that on both levels. That this isn't they're not gonna let up and they should not. According to the senator, protesting evidence of voter fraud and a potential mass media cover-up by gathering at the nation's capital is unacceptable. But if you're rioting, looting, and setting buildings on fire, all in the name of radical left-wing causes, then you're simply part of the movement. Aerospace Think about that for just a second. What you just heard Kamala Harris say. These riots are not going to stop. These protests that turn violent over and over and over again, are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. She said that like five times. They're not going to stop. And then at the tail end and said, nor should they. She encouraged violent rioting because in her mind, it's righteous if it's being conducted by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. It's righteous rioting. For those people at Capitol Hill on Wednesday, that's just thuggery. That's just thuggery. And I'm not making that word up either, because that's the word that Joe Biden used to describe it after he claimed that there was a racial bias in the way the Capitol Police protected the Capitol building versus the way they protected the Lincoln Memorial. Mob of thugs. 
that stormed very, very differently than the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all, we all know that's true. And it is unacceptable. What's unacceptable is your hypocrisy, your lying, and your rank. Well, I guess I can't think of any other word than hypocrisy. So I'll stick with it. And the fact that you are using the race card to divide the people of this country yet again in the midst of a time in which you proclaimed that you wanted to unify. You and your lying vice president comparing the protection around the Lincoln Memorial during a summer in which memorials, i.e. statues, are being trashed and destroyed by leftists is just beyond insane. How stupid do you think we are, Dementia Joe? How stupid do you think we are? You don't think we know the difference? When Black Lives Matter and Antifa are coming, things burn. Things are destroyed. Things are smashed. Things are stolen. Traffic is blocked. People are assaulted. It happened all summer long. You sat silent. And so when they came to destroy the Lincoln Memorial, of course it was going to be surrounded and protected because people knew what was coming. When a group of flag-waving Trump supporters marches down Pennsylvania Avenue toward the Capitol building, nobody thinks they're going inside because it has never happened. When Trump supporters stage rallies all over the country, it's peaceful. They clean up after themselves and they go home. Why would anybody have thought that the Capitol would have been breached? And he's trying to say it's because the, the crowd was majority white? How stupid are we, Joe? You must, you must completely be out of touch with the constituency that you are about to preside over. You have no earthly idea what you're dealing with. None. And one more thought before I go back to the phones. To repeat what Will in Houston uh, said and to, uh, to give you that audio again. President Trump very specifically declared that people should peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. He didn't say go and tear the place down. He didn't say go and uh, 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 you know, uh, physically uh, accost things or people. He said peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. You know what that means? It means the same thing they do at every other Trump rally. Chant, sing patriotic songs, play loud music, and just be... Uh, you know, uh, you know, avail yourself of your First Amendment rights. That's all he has ever seen happen. Why would he think it would be any different this time? So for them to blame him for this is just beyond the we pale. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard today we will see whether republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections but whether or not they stand strong for our country it's that simple peacefully and patriotically go let them hear you they're inside voting to certify an election that we believe was fraudulent go and make your voices heard that means stand outside and make your voices heard And if it meant anything different now, then how come it didn't mean anything different when leftists stormed the the Supreme Court building, pounding on the doors during the Kavanaugh uh, uh, confirmation process? Pounding on the doors during his swearing in, I think it was, actually. 
And we've all seen those videos. That's, that's you know, literally trying to breach the building. And that's okay. That's just righteousness on display. Why? Because it's leftism on display. Friends, I won't have it. I won't have it. I am not going to walk back my remarks from yesterday and say I approve of anybody breaking U.S. law yesterday, anybody pushing uh, past or committing violence against police officers to get into a building or smashing windows. Those people should be condemned, and I do condemn them. And they should be held accountable by the law in the same way that every single rioter that broke laws in Seattle and in Portland and in Kenosha and in Minneapolis and in Oakland and in Los Angeles and in Chicago and in Cleveland, they should all be held accountable for their rioting by the law as well. That's the difference between them and us. I will condemn all illegality and all violations of law and order. They will condemn only that which, with, that which they oppose. And that's the difference. All right, monologue done. Your call's next. All right, as promised, let's get at it. Uh, Tanya is in Akron on AM 1420, The Answer. Tanya, go right ahead. Hey, Bob. Happy New Year. Thank you, Tanya. Um, You too. Hey, one of the things I wanted to tell you last year is that your opportunity to have me talk on this line was able for me to connect with one of my pastors that actually heard me speak. I hadn't talked to him in a long time. So I appreciate that. Uh, I'm glad to hear um, that. That's awesome. Good for you. Well, you know, I'm not as, you know, I can get riled up, but, you know, I'm not as angry as everybody wants to feel. I just believe that our people's true characters have been shown. Lindsey Graham. We knew about the media, and everyone that stormed, um, you know, I believe that there were Trump supporters that um, stormed it, but guess what? They had a choice. They should be penalized just like we've been asking for everyone who stormed, you know, people's houses and small businesses. They should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Do I think that the National Capitol building is more of a sacred foundation? I don't. What it stands for may be the law, of the the law of our nation, but it's not a sacred holy place. What we lost yesterday is that we had some, we have people who don't believe that what we were fighting for was is worth continuing to fight for. Sanctity of life, evil in our nation. We have a let me jump in here, Tanya. Let me jump in because I do want to say something about what you just said. No, the, the Capitol building is not, quote, sacred or holy, but it is a symbol of our government. And as, as such, it's a symbol of, uh, our, our nation and our, and our sovereignty. Um, it houses the representatives of the people. That's literally what the Congress is, as you know. Um, so it is the people's house, and as such, it should be preserved and protected. Now, that doesn't make it a holy place like a church, but it's a little more important than the Louis Vuitton store that was smashed and looted in, in one of the strip malls in Chicago. It does mean a little okay, so, bit more in that regard. Okay, so, so I just want to clarify that. However, that your point, you your can, larger you point, can, you your larger clear, point, you the time, hold on, that. hold on, hold on. 
I just want to say your larger point is right, obviously. But I, I just want to point out the Congress does matter a little bit. I think it matters as much as the Supreme Court, which, again, the leftist attacked to no condemnation whatsoever from the media just this past summer. I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Go ahead. Okay, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand that. But as you said, it's the we the people's house. The we the people are not anything if you allow the thugs and everyone else to come into my house and I have no right. Okay? No one would defend me if a bunch of thugs came into my house. And then they would probably try to throw me in the jail if I shot one of them. Okay? The whole right. thing is. It's God, country, okay? And we are the country. That is a freaking building. I understand all of that. No one's defending we, the people, in that house. No one is defending we, the people. No one's defending the principles of that building that is supposed to be standing there. Okay? So when no one is defending the principles, that structure means absolutely Nothing. Okay? And that's Tanya, as that's usual, you are spot on. Tanya, I know you make a great point. It's not about the physical structure. It's about the principles within, and that is what is under attack fully, and it's not by those Trump supporters. They were defending the principles while indeed storming the building. And I do not condone the storming of the building, but you're spot on about the principles. Tanya, thanks for the call. i got to move on and get some other people on the air, including Lisa in Medina. Lisa normally calls us on Fridays to promote her guest speaker at the Medina County Friends and uh, um, Neighbors meetings uh, on Saturday mornings, and I suspect that's what she's here to do again today. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Oh, thanks, Bob. Thanks for giving me this opportunity. I'm well, thanks. So we well, have who no you got shortage coming up of... this week. <laughs> well, we actually have one of Cleveland's best-known radio and uh, TV personality. Um, we have. The Kirsten is coming back. And beloved. <laughs> we have you, Bob. We have Bob France oh, as our guest speaker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> is that tomorrow? I forgot. I'm sorry. I uh, know yeah. you no, did Lisa, not. I'm very. <laughs> I'm very honored to be invited to speak to the uh, to the group tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and I think uh, you know we both agree there's not a shortage of things to talk about. I'm gonna, I, I should, what I should probably do is just show up and replay today's radio show because that's largely what I'm going to say tomorrow. <laughs> oh goodness, I'll tell you, there's, there's so much, and and listening to everyone today, you know, my heart is heavy because I, I knew so many folks that went. Uh, to D.C. on Wednesday, had a fantastic time. I had a homeschool family that went, had never been to D.C. before, and they had such an amazing time. And for all this to be taken away by the news with something that was, you know, uh, probably orchestrated um, to do exactly what they're using it to do, and that's that's really a shame because there were a lot of people there. Did you see that? Um, you know, from the the video where uh, there's a fella that's in a hotel uh, up high and takes a video of how many people. I mean, that looked like well more than a million people out there. I did, yeah. And, you know, it's weird because we have seen, you know, we don't know what we can believe sometimes because they have done that in the past. I remember just, um, 
It was at a different Trump rally, and I can't remember which one it was, but uh, showing the people stretching as far as the eye can see and claiming that it was a Trump rally, and it turned out it was actually downtown Cleveland during the NBA championship parade after the Cavaliers won it all in 2016. So there's a lot of fake pictures out there, oh, and a lot of people don't okay. know what to believe. Yeah, it's real. That's reality. It's It, it had happens. It wasn't even D.C. It was Cleveland. You could see the Cleveland landmarks, but people retweeted it as if it was the Trump rally in D.C. So you can't take all oh, of that goodness. face value. You. But I do know that, yeah, there were at least hundreds of thousands of people there, uh, and there are plenty. There's plenty of video that can't be faked that shows that. And the, you know, this was the true definition, Lisa, of a peaceful protest that was marred by a few. Now, by few, it's probably still several hundred who actually stormed the building. I don't know how many of them got in, but if that was a largely peaceful protest, the same way that the liberal media called riots that set fires to half of a city uh, throughout this summer, and yet they they call this one the one to to lose their you know their minds over. Yeah, well, hey, let's um, talk about where the meeting's at because it's at the Thirsty Cowboy. This is the first one of the year, and it's important that people know where to go. Yeah, do that. Thirsty Cowboy is in Medina. Give us the location and the time. Yes, it's right at 71 and 18, which is, um, and the street address is 2743 Medina Road in Medina. And uh, people need to remember to make note that we did change uh, locations, 8.30 a.m. to 10. And if you've been to um, that area, it's the Antique Mall. People know it as the Antique Mall or Plaza 71 at uh, I know right it as there. the place that my GPS. I know it as the place that my <laughs> GPS will take me to. So, uh, yes. <laughs> just remember, yes. look, look, type it into your GPS tomorrow morning. Thirsty Cowboy in Medina, eight thirty to ten. Uh, I will be the guest speaker for Medina County Friends and Neighbors. Lisa, thank you for the call Wait. and for the, everyone's reminder and information. Uh, it's uh, ten thirty three now. Let's catch up on our news and come right back. Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It is indeed, and we continue now with 23 minutes of outstanding, awesome, free for all Friday phone calls uh, left in today's broadcast. Really appreciate you being here. Let's uh, once again kind of put on display the uh, hypocrisy power of the people to take to the streets and force their government to to become to to, to address. What is wrong? Despite the damage done in America's cities and the increasing national unrest, she urged the mobs to not let up. But they're not no. going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is gonna, they're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. I counted eight times Kamala Harris there just said in that short clip, they're not going to stop. The mobs are not going to stop. And it's okay because these are just people trying to make their voices heard. They're not going to stop. 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 And we're going to do it eight times. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And then the capper, and they shouldn't. She promoted rioting. She supported rioting. She literally raised funds to bail rioters out of jail. 
How is she not facing um, impeachment or whatever you want to call it, unseating, before she even is seated and sworn in on January 20th, if they want to tell Donald Trump to get out, because he said, well, the exact opposite of all of that. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. To peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. You compare and contrast that, that they want to use to impeach Trump again with two weeks to go, or to remove him by the 25th Amendment, to Kamala Harris, who said all summer long, keep it up. They will not stop, they will not stop, they will not stop, and no, they shouldn't. Over and over and over again, Democrats in the media and in office refuse to condemn violence, burning, looting, the assault and the attack on the Supreme Court. House Democrats unanimously blocking a resolution introduced by a Republican in June condemning violence and rioting. Did you catch that? Hundreds of House Democrats, all of them, unanimously blocked the resolution that condemned violence and rioting because they don't condemn violence and rioting. Yet here we are, two days after what happened on Wednesday at the Capitol, and they are condemning violence and rioting all of a sudden. Hmm, why? Because they are pathetic hypocrites. And I, again, will remind you, I would rather be on the side, and am, that condemns anarchy in all of its forms, condemns anarchy, rioting, lawlessness, from the beginning. Somebody who defends police officers from the beginning, in all cases, which most of us are in this crowd. Democrats are not. Yeah, they're upset now because a police officer lost his life. Why? Because it suits their purpose. Because they're going to claim that it was Trump supporters who killed Officer Brian Sicknick, who died yesterday due to injuries sustained while physically engaging with protesters. I don't have any proof of this, but if I were a betting man, I would bet you that the individuals who assaulted or physically engaged that officer so much so that he suffered uh, uh, life-taking injuries lethal injuries, were not Trump supporters. That they were the Antifa members of that crowd. Because Trump supporters, to a man and woman, are the ones who say, do not defund the police, refund the police. Improve and increase the numbers of police. Support the police. Pray for the police. We love the police. Because we know they represent law and order, and it's the only thing that protects innocence from the criminal. I, I, I just, I, I don't have proof. I don't know how this is all going to play out. The death of Officer Sicknick is going to be investigated as a homicide. It was announced yesterday, and that's fine. Find out who committed the homicide. Find out who they are. Find out what they are. And I would be willing to put a large sum of money, not that I'm a gambling man, on it not being true Trump supporters. They just don't do that. Katie's in Vermillion on AM 1420, The Answer. Kate, good morning. Go right ahead. 
Good morning, Bob. I'm going to uh, give you some information, and if you need to switch me back later to your producers for more details and phone numbers, I will provide that. I'm hoping that your listeners will get right. a pen and pencil and check out what I'm about to tell you, too, okay? On the 6th of January, I watched an interview done. The show is on. It's called AmericaCanWeTalk.org. The interview was a Debbie Gagoris. She interviewed a Maria Zach. This Maria Zach owns, she's CEO of Nations in Action, and it's a government transparency agency which investigated fraud before in Florida and everything else. Maria Zach was very excited that day, and so was the interviewer, because the interviewer stated the news we're going to give today is going to break news for today. She's probably for the year, because what they were revealing was Maria Zach, when she was doing this interview, had presented in the halls of Congress, one particular congressman was Devin Nunes. Okay, he's just one of three. I believe Gomert was one of them also that she said, you can watch this interview on AmericaCanWeTalk.org with Maria Zach. Basically, what she has said, and Maria Zach on her website, too, um, for Nations in Action, has the actual press release on there. Basically, this interview is stating that there... Basically, the interview is stating that there is a government contractor. He is very knowledgeable. He's a senior software engineer in the Leonardo, Leonardo SPA. This is a global defense contractor, and he has admitted. Okay, we got to get to the real point here. You, the, 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 okay, ba- well, the, the, the way what to get there and the backstories are less relevant than what, what, have... what are we saying about Nunes and Gomert? Okay, well, she presented this before the electoral votes that day. She was all excited. At 1.15, okay. she said in this interview that she presented the evidence that they have the actual hammer. The gentleman that was uh, processed in the uh, court in Rome, Italy, on January 5th was an employee of the eighth largest global defense contractor, Leonardo SPA, with shocking disposition that detailed his roles in affecting the most elaborate criminal act affecting a U.S. election. He collaborated that he was personally responsible and worked with the embassy, American embassy in Italy, on transferring all of these votes. He did it through um, the satellite and also which related to Germany, that all this information is what she gave that day. All this stuff going on in this Capitol now about the urgency of getting rid of Trump is I believe they don't want this information out. They don't want this information out. She said on this interview, we actually have the proof. She says it's not speculation anymore. We have the proof. This gentleman gave us. Well, let me let me let me stop you there. Let me stop you there, Kate, because here's the thing, and and I appreciate the information, and I wrote down everything you said, and I thank you for the phone call. Um, I, I wrote down America. Can we talk, Maria Zach, the uh, Nations in Action, and all the rest, and I will look into it. But I have heard so many of these things that I just don't really have too much of an interest anymore. What do I mean? Sidney Powell said from Jan- or from November 4th on, I have the proof, I have the proof, I have the proof, I have the proof, I have the proof about the Kraken, uh, you know, and the Dominion and everything else. And while we have seen little, uh, you know, examples of it, most of it, you know, we have, haven't seen a ton of, but she said there is literally nothing I would say that I cannot prove. And yet here we are. And, you know, Lindsay Wood, or Lindsay uh, uh, Powell, rather, and Linwood, I'm sorry, I'm combining Linwood and Sidney Powell, excuse me, Sidney Powell. And Lynn Wood have promised all of these things that are very similar to what you're describing right now, and it just never came through. 
So that's not to say that we don't have evidence of fraud. We do. I've been screaming that since, you know, the night of the election. We have plenty of evidence of fraud. But the stuff that they promised to deliver on, they have not delivered on. So you'll excuse my my hesitancy to put a ton of stock in whoever this person in Italy was. But, you know, we've just seen too much of this stuff before. I want to focus on the things we do have before our very eyes, and and, and but I will look that I will look into that and see if I can find anything that is worth t- talking about more in the air. Thank you, Kate. Um, North Olmsted, BJ, you're on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Go ahead. Thank you, Bob. What a beginning for twenty twenty one, huh? Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, the hands of this government are is in the American public, and this administration that is coming in has no option but to cause chaos. That's all they know. That's all they have done. That's all we have seen. There is no longer a Republican Party. They are spineless. There probably will be a new party, hopefully a third party of people that are constitutionalists, maybe led by Donald Trump, God knows who. But the future is kind of hard to predict because we are in an unpredictable time in our country. But it is our country. And we Americans have to decide how we're going to go in our country. I have to be optimistic about the future because I have no other choice. And I've seen 16 presidents in my lifetime. But right now, the republic is in the hands of the American people. And if they choose to have chaos, we will have chaos. If we choose to have peace, we will have peace. And I thank you for your time, and God bless you and your listeners. Your job is truly just beginning, my friend, truly beginning. No. Good luck to you. I, I believe you. that. Thank you, BJ. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and, yeah, I do take it very seriously. Um, I would just be careful with that because the republic is always in the hands of the American people, okay? And if they choose chaos, we cannot just accept the choosing of chaos. For if we do, then we have to acknowledge, well, the republic is in the hands of the American people, and the American people include far leftists who believe in socialism and who believe in taking down uh, our capitalist country, who believe in taking down our uh, foundational principles. And we can't just say if they choose chaos, well, then we'd choose chaos, because we would do everything we can to stop that chaos, to put down such insurrection. And as such, we need to make sure that we never engage in such a thing ourselves. And by the way, since I brought that up, that word, uh, it's been used a few times by the media, by a few, I mean a few thousand, insurrection. This was not an insurrection. The part of it that was planned and organized, the storming of the Capitol, I firmly believe, was indeed by far-left infiltrators, infiltrators with Antifa, agents provocateur. That's not an insurrection. That is an attempt to embarrass and shame and make the uh, uh, true Trump supporters and patriots out there look bad, look evil, look criminal. Those who joined in need to be punished. Those who followed the lead of the infiltrators, and there were. We've heard from many of them who are diehard Trump supporters who say, yeah, I went in. I went in, and I felt like, you know what, I got caught up in it because I'm really tired of all of this. We can't excuse their behavior any more than we can accuse somebody who said, look, I got caught up in the situation, so I smashed the window that I saw everybody else smashing, and I went in and grabbed the TV. All right, I got caught up in it. We don't defend looting, we don't defend vandalism, we don't defend violence when it's committed by one side. We don't defend, to use BJ's word, chaos, when it is fomented by one side, and then defend it, condemn it on one side and defend it on another. That's, again, what makes us different. So, yes, the, the republic is in the hands of the people, and we expect the people to use that power responsibly, lawfully, as President Trump said at his remarks, peacefully and patriotically.
We'll finish it up with a few more phone calls right after this on AM 1420, The Answer. All right, 1053, final segment. I've got time for a few few uh, phone calls here. We'll go to Norm in uh, Cleveland. Is this Navy Man Norm or a different Norm? You're on the air, Norm. Go ahead. Hey, Norm. Uh, hey, Bob. A uh, little stage <laughs> fright. Look, it should go without saying that the people who caused violence there don't speak for me or any other conservative I know. Certainly. That, that being Certainly. said, that being said I, I know you only have my word to take for this, but it comes from the heart, and it's the honest-to-God truth. My, uh, been doing, I've been in the same line of work for, for uh, 30 years all over Ohio, and I don't want to say what I do, but my job puts me with the public all the time, and a lot of times on the street. And I started out when people were protesting abortion, and, um, and I, was, I, I even was in Cleveland on May 30th when we had that riot. And I, I can tell you and all your listeners, from um, honest-to-God truth, 100% every time. Conservatives have never started trouble that I have seen. It was always somebody on the left. I don't care if it's a 2A march or, uh, like I said, you know, a, a, a political convention or, or even just, um, or, or even uh, Chief Wahoo. It has always been people on the left who have, escalated it to violence or you know who have escalated it i've never seen a violent or um un i've never seen a protest like this from a conservative ever in 30 years well um i do i will take your word for it uh norm because i would say the same thing i don't know if i could call what i've done for the last 24 years now that we've started 2021 Mm -hmm. um working with the public uh, all the time Mm -hmm. but i have observed the same thing um, generally speaking, the conservatives who have an axe to grind, uh, a cause to support, uh, uh, a law to protest, an order from the governor to protest, all of these things, they are done in, in the most peaceful manner humanly possible. And the only time it devolves into violence is if there are counter-protesters on the left there picking fights. And I'll even go to the one canard that the left has used over the last four years, Charlottesville in 2017. Even the alt-right idiots, the neo-Nazis who were there, applied for a permit to be there to to protest the removal of that statue. They did not come armed. The Antifa crowd came in helmets and with bats and with all kinds of things, knowing they were going to start a fight that day. And it turned into a Trump supported the neo-Nazis. It was in no such way the truth. But this is what happened. The counter-protesters, even in that ugly situation were the ones who started the physical altercations and it's it's been that way in virtually everything i've ever observed yeah well i that 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 echoes my experience too again you know everyone has to take my word for it but you know what i wouldn't take time out of my day to say it if i didn't believe it well and you know i'll tell you something thank you for the call norm i appreciate that not only would i not take time out of my day uh, to say it if i didn't believe it i also wouldn't give a rat's red behind if they don't take my word for it because I have righteousness on my side. I have right on my side. And I'm not a hypocrite. 
I will condemn violence and anarchy in every form, no matter who commits it. That's something the left cannot say. They defended anarchy and riots all summer long when it was their supporters and their voters who did it. And they only condemn it, or they only condemn it now uh, when it's their political opponents who are perceived to have been the, uh, 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 the vi- rioters and violators in this case. Uh, AC is in Cleveland. AC, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Sorry for the delay. Go ahead. Yes, Bob, I want to make a quick suggestion. Jesus said, judge not by the mere appearance, but judge righteous judgment. This clip you just played about peacefully and and patriotically, people need to hear this, Bob, because this has been cut out. People are deceived that Trump incited this thing. He did not. And the suggestion is this. I would suggest or recommend, if you can, it's up to you, it's your show, that you play this alongside place of the Reagan oh hello you're, yeah you're cutting out on me AC but I think I heard you say you would like for me to play that yeah. uh, at the beginning of the hours with the Reagans I'll tell you what I am going right. to do for certain and thank you for the phone call my friend what I am going to do is I am going to post this on my social media uh, in, in a loop of Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically, peacefully and patriotically, which is exactly what he asked for those protesters to do. Go and let your voices be heard peacefully and patriotically. And I want everybody to share that far and wide. It'll have much bigger reach online than it will on the radio show. Not to say I won't continue to play it on the radio show, but I will definitely give people the opportunity to share that uh, as far and wide as they can as well, because it, it, it's, it's the truth that debunks the lie. Wow, uh, what a week, what a time we're in right now. Uh, I thank you for being a part of it. Thanks to my crew as well. God bless you, David Sprouse, as well. Be well and continue to recuperate, my friend. Everyone be safe this week. Everybody be free this weekend, and we'll talk to you Monday. Bye-bye. Enjoy the silence.